0: Hey, Juan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. So in speaking with, uh, you know, Dennis and, and Quinn over the last few days, they've talked about how, you know, with bringing Fave back, this team just has so many kind of lineup options now in terms of their ability to go big, in terms of their ability to, to play small ball. Just uh, how do you feel like you best fit into, uh, into some of those options that they have now?
1: Um. I would just say, just having the versatility on the defensive end would be the quickest way onto the floor. Uh, that's how I've learned my whole life, and just being able to play alongside, uh, say, if Faye was in, playing at the forward him, or if both of them are in and playing alongside three with them too. Um, I think just being more accustomed to doing that and being able to make plays and make myself efficient, and like even if it's just off ball cuts to get somebody else an open shot or easy layup, or even just offensive rebounds. I think just being able to fit to those different things is the best way to get onto the court and make an impact.
0: Okay, next question, Tony Jones, The Athletic.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I had, didn't hit my mute button. Along those lines, uh, Juwan, how um, how much did you know the experience that you uh, garnered last year uh, down the stretch and in the bubble uh, and in the playoffs? How much did that help you? Uh, it helped a lot. It um, I think it got the the first. First year, first game, nerves out. Um, just being able to be put in that position and just being able to have the confidence of not only coach, but all the guys. Um, anytime I had the ball, they were telling me to shoot it anytime. I was guarding. They had my bag. I heard them. They heard me. Um, I think it just it gave me a lot of confidence coming into year two.
0: Okay, next up, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Kind of with that confidence, what did you, how have you, what have you worked on this offseason? How have you developed your game?
1: Um, well, I mean, obviously worked on everything, but mainly just becoming more efficient, especially in like the corner threes, just because I know that's where I'll be a lot in, uh, within the offense. Um, and also just being able to, uh, mesh with, uh, everybody else on the court, just because obviously Boyan wasn't there. So just being able to understand how he plays and being able to play off him and just also defensively just become more versatile on that end. Um, instead of just guarding uh, all forwards, guarding sometimes Don switching off onto Don, Joe, JC, all those guys, and I think just the more versatile you are on that end, just the more trust you can have in the coaching staff.
0: All right, next up, Sarah Todd, Deseret News. On what kind of feedback did you get from the coaching staff after the bubble? What sort of things were they saying to you? Whether that was praise or criticism?
1: Um, I think it was a happy medium, just. Um, because everybody can get better, regardless of if it's first game, your thousandth game, whatever it is, everybody can get better. And so they were just uh, telling me it was just like a regular film session. They showed me what I needed to do better, um, whether I was ball watching, getting back cut or anything like that. And they showed me what I did well, whether I was boxing out, um, just giving help on something that just came up out of nowhere on the other end or anything like that. So I think just it was a happy medium of both. And I'm really appreciative of the coaching
0: staff for doing that. Okay, next uh, follow-up question will be from Andy Larson. It's kind of a weird question, but have you had time to just like reflect on how kind of crazy it was that you were thrown into that position in the playoffs? Like, you know, it was, it was something that you didn't expect and, and took on really well, but, you know, it was, it was something that I don't know that you saw coming and, and I don't know that a lot of people did. But, um, yeah, I mean, kind of thinking back on that, what, what's your thoughts on that kind of unique opportunity?
1: Um, it was crazy. Um, of course, nervous at first, but then it just all those kind of went away even before the game started, just because nobody really was surprised. I mean, of course, when coach said that everybody's like, well, okay, let's let's do this. But then as the game got closer, Don Rudy, Joe, Mike, all those guys were like, look, like, he wouldn't do it if he didn't trust you. And we all trust you too. just you know, you know what you need to do, do that well, and we'll be fine. And so I think having the confidence of the whole team, really just got those nerves out the way.
0: Cool. All right. And we have one last question. This is a follow-up from Eric Weldon. Hey, Juwan, I don't know if you've given any uh, thought to this at all yet or not, but the Jazz are one of just, you know, four or so teams in the league who at this point have committed to having fans in the building at the, at the start of the season. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Does that make you nervous at all? Or are you, are you excited to have fans back? Is it kind of some is it both you know how what are are your thoughts on there being some fans in the building once the games start
1: um I think as long as everybody's abiding by uh, the laws everybody's masked up everybody's social distance I think um I'm all for it but I also have to take into the fact that it's just not me um I have to look at the fact that you know the the people on the team that have kids Mike Joe Faye just making sure they're all Safe and making sure because, like I just said, it's not about me anymore. Uh, You know, I just live alone now. So I have to just make sure that myself
0: and others that are in the building are holding themselves accountable because of those guys that have families with them.